Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about magic. My friends, Jarrett and Raja, are magicians. They live in Las Vegas, and they've had a magic show at the Stratosphere Hotel. They've been semi-finalists on America's Got Talent. They've been featured frequently on the TV show Masters of Illusion, and they've even appeared on the TV show Shark Tank. Now, folks, I'm sorry to disappoint you, and when I let you know that the canvas booth, when it goes up in flames and the girl disappears from the booth and appears seconds later across the room floating in a water tank inside a grand piano, it's not magic. It's an illusion. Well, folks, magic doesn't happen in real estate either. I get so many questions from listeners that follow the same theme. I see the real estate listings from brokers that assume magic happens. And when I say magic, I mean is truly magic. Let's imagine that you're running a retail store. Customers come into the store, they buy your product at the retail price, and you purchase the inventory at a wholesale price. Your profit, quite simply, is the retail price minus the wholesale price, right? Well, no, of course not. You've got to pay rent on the space for the store. You've got to hire cashiers to take the payment and inventory managers to manage the inventory levels and purchase new inventory. You have to spend on marketing and advertising, and all of that costs real money. If you don't account for the actual management of the business inside your business plan, then you're relying on work getting done by magic. I really want to banish the term passive income from the dictionary because it doesn't exist. All of these businesses are all active businesses. There was a question from Joe, who's evaluating a 20-unit mobile home park. The mobile home park is at 80% occupancy and has $59,000 a year in gross income. After expenses, the park nets 37000 a year in net income, according to the listing. This 20-unit park's on an 8-acre property. At a purchase price of 375000 Joe's wondering if it's a good deal. Well, Joe, the problem with this deal is that it assumes that magic's happening. If you don't have a person dedicated to managing the business, then nobody's managing the business. A 20-unit park is not large enough to hire a dedicated manager, so that means hiring part-time staff and a part-time maintenance person, and that's a problem. If you finance 300000 of that purchase at a 5% interest rate, you're looking at an additional 24000 a year in debt service. So your cash flow is now down to 13000 That assumes, of course, nothing goes wrong. And if you don't lose another tenant, the septic system doesn't need repairs, or the water well doesn't face contamination, you get the idea. So often, I see these financial projections put together based on a snapshot of recent performance. But the problem is that these snapshots are incomplete. There's categories of work that attract real expense. The projection of 37000 a year in profit and a 10% cap rate is a pure fantasy. There's no money allocated in the expenses for cutting the grass on 8 acres. That amount of landscaping alone is going to cost you nearly 1000 a month if the grass is cut weekly. The point here is not to ding it in the weeds of this particular deal, but to frame the problem. I was speaking with another investor last week who's looking to develop a 50-unit apartment complex. It's in a nice area on a lake. He was looking to get HUD financing for the construction. And I had to explain to him that a HUD project requires that top echelon of people in the industry. That means a HUD-approved architect, a HUD-approved general contractor, a HUD-approved property manager, a HUD-approved lender, and so on down the line. And the problem is you won't get a HUD-approved property manager to come outside a dense urban market into an area where there isn't a sufficient number of units to fund a single property manager. You need at least 100 to 150 units to afford a dedicated property manager. A 50-unit project would never be economically viable in that situation. 
Since you won't get a HUD approved property manager to manage the property, well then you're not going to get HUD financing. This is another example of a project that's too small to be economically feasible. And last week I visited a historic manor inn. It's in a wonderful location. It's a historic property. It's in a perfect venue for hosting weddings. It's been beautifully decorated in landscapes. I mean, it's just an incredibly beautiful property. It would attract a high nightly rate during peak season. It's even perfect for hosting corporate retreats. So what's the problem? Well, it only has 11 guest rooms. It's too small to be economically viable. And unless the operator lives on site or nearby, and acts as an owner-operator, the economics don't work. The problem with projects that are too small, they rely on real work happening that isn't allocated in the budget. And when something happens for free in a business, that's magic. And we all know that magic doesn't really exist, it's just an illusion. There's a sleight of hand happening. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.